butchering bodies of suffering young people. To be clear from the outset of this recording, when I refer to the evil of transcultism, I'm referring to its beliefs and practices, not to people suffering from gender dysphoria or confused by the cultural lies they encounter daily. Everyone is harmed by transcultic beliefs and practices, girls, women, boys, and men. Those in bondage to the cult and those outside of the cult are harmed. Adults in bondage to confusion and sexual fetishes are eradicating all sex-segregated private spaces, undermining First Amendment protections of assembly, speech, and religious free exercise, corrupting every cultural institution, including education, medicine, religion, sports, and the arts, putting girls and women at risk of assault by men who pretend to be trans, and sowing confusion among children, teens, and young adults. As with all forms of evil, the most vulnerable, those least able to protect themselves, suffer most. The trans cult, allied with a host of profiteers, including semi-celebrity butchers who self-identify as doctors, are experimenting on the bodies of children and young adults with ghastly barbaric results. No one should avert their gaze from the evidence of this butchery. Surgeons like Florida's Dr. Giancarlo McEvenu make big bucks using their skills to disfigure confused, suffering young women. You can see a picture of one if you go to this article online. You'll also see a picture of the shameless narcissist, Dr. McEvenu, gleefully posing with photos of his ghastly crime, buckets of breast tissue. For young women, these surgical snake oil profiteers lop off healthy breasts, remove vaginas, uteruses, and ovaries. They fashion fake penises, also called phalloplasty, out of skin peeled off forearms, thighs, or the backs of young women that leave permanent and sizable scars. These neo-penises will never function sexually without mechanical aids. If you go to this article online, you'll see a picture of one of those scars. Trans-positive Gender Kit UK includes this warning, quote, Phalloplasty is a complex surgical procedure with significant risks that you must understand before it is carried out. Phalloplasty usually causes significant scarring due to skin grafting, usually on the lower arm. Complications are also common in this operation, particularly problems with urinating, which may require surgical correction, including urethral strictures and fistula, which is urethra closing up so you cannot urinate, end quote. These Mengelian butchers castrate young men using scrotums to create fake vulvas and scooping the inside tissue out of penises, which they turn inside out to create fake vaginas through a new opening they dig out between rectums and urethras. Male bodies will forever view these openings as the wounds they are and try to close them up, so men must manually open them through the weekly insertion of silicone dilators. Surgeons have another option for creating the fake vagina. They can go in through the abdomen and pull some of the abdominal lining down through the new hole they have excavated between rectum and urethra, thereby creating a fake vagina with intestinal lining. Oh, but those surgeons are not done yet. As it turns out, men's and women's bodies are very different. So surgeons remodel men's chests, their chins, their Adam's apples, vocal cords, foreheads, and facial orbital bones 
in a quest to create believable flesh and bone costumes that can deceive those whose private spaces they invade and even potential romantic partners. In days gone by, these mutilating surgeries were called sex change surgeries. But then trans cultists were forced to acknowledge that a person's sex can never change. So, like all propagandists, they reached deep into their magic sophistry hat and pulled out gender confirmation surgery. But now there's a new problem. Trans cultists have been claiming that gender is wholly distinct from biological sex. Gender, in transtopia, is the aggregate of arbitrary, socially constructed and imposed roles, conventions, behaviors, and expectations associated with males or females. So how can surgeons confirm gender? Does lopping off healthy, properly functioning body parts confirm arbitrary, socially constructed and imposed conventions? And if those conventions are arbitrary, socially constructed and oppressively imposed, why would surgeons want to confirm such oppression? Well, perhaps by gender confirmation, our ontological tricksters mean gender identity confirmation. Gender identity is the rhetorical cloak thrown over the disordered subjective desire to be or delusional belief that one is the sex one is not. Disordered desires or delusional beliefs often shaped by external forces like trauma and social media. No matter the cause, should surgeons use mutilating surgeries as a treatment for disordered desires or delusional beliefs? Those with a condition called Body Integrity Identity Disorder, BIID, experience incongruity between their subjective internal sense of themselves as amputees and their objectively whole, healthy bodies. Some even engage in self-harm to rid themselves of the body part they detest. In a Healthline article on Body Integrity Identity Disorder, well-known bioethicist Arthur Kaplan says, quote, I think doctors and psychologists cannot set up to maim somebody or harm them. You've got to try to get them treatment. I don't care whether they appear competent or not, he said. A doctor who carried out a theoretically unnecessary amputation in order to prevent his or her patient from doing it themselves with potentially fatal results would fall outside of the widely accepted scope of medically ethical practice, Kaplan said. There are a lot of conditions, like anorexia, where there's a core of people who just don't respond to treatment, he said. You don't give up. You keep trying. That's all you can do. You don't indulge it, end quote. And yet, an entire lucrative trans-industrial complex has emerged, composed of all sorts of morally deficient collaborators to indulge the disordered desires of cross-sex identifying persons. Surgeons, endocrinologists, pharmaceutical companies that sell puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, hospitals with gender clinics, academicians who research and promote trans-cultic beliefs and practices, counselors, diversity and inclusion, educators, and entrepreneurs who make accessories to enable girls and boys to conceal their sexual anatomy, all profit handsomely from trans-cultism and therefore are incentivized to keep bodily confusion and despair alive. It is unlikely that this trans scourge will end soon, 
Not only are countless men and women profiting from harming young people, but sexual deviants with billions of dollars are promoting the trans movement. As they pursue their unholy quest to transform America, their venomous tentacles reach deeply into medicine, academia, and politics. Organizations like the Tawani Foundation, founded by Jennifer Pritzker, a man who pretends to be a woman, the Arcus Foundation, founded by homosexual John Stryker, and the Gill Foundation, founded by homosexual Tim Gill, are using their buckets of ducats to promote the morally disordered and intellectually incoherent trans ideology. The LGBTQ activist organization, the Human Rights Campaign, estimates that there are now over 50 clinical care programs in the United States for, quote, gender-expansive children and adolescents, end quote. Young women and men who can't afford disfiguring surgeries can apply for grants or beg for money via GoFundMe. There is no shortage of people who will pay to disfigure others in the service of an alchemical superstition. And some say Satan isn't real. Every conservative and every theologically orthodox Christian must come to grips with transcultism. It is an evil in our midst that is harming everyone, and many Christians are failing to respond as Christ followers should. Reasons for that failure are confusion, cowardice, and lack of information. Many Christians do not know enough to grasp fully how evil and destructive the transcult is. I hope this article may, in some small way, contribute to the awakening that must happen.